Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to Real Talk Wrestling. I'm your host, Josh Kimmel, and across the table from me is Chris Koffler. What's going on, man? You sound good. Yeah, it sounds yeah. much better sounds... than last week. <laughs> yeah. Were you, like, in a tunnel last week? Were you just, like, far away from your phone? Um, I think it was a combination of things. I had to be on speakerphone. The room that I was in, of course, I was going through the remodel. It was an empty room. Like, it was just everything that could go wrong with the audio. You sounded so good while we were recording that I'm going to edit it, and I'm like... I don't know how to fix this. Yeah. And I'm not going to fix this. I'm like, it's I just, had the phone down the hallway. It's just going to be what it's going to be, and that's it. It is what it is. But we have some news. It's a new week of wrestling. It's a new week of the podcast, and we have a new WWE champion. That's right. I didn't think I'd see the day where Bobby Lashley would be the WWE champion. Ever. No, I didn't think so either. I, I thought he was well-deserving for the long time. I, I kept thinking that, especially right when he came back. I'm like, he looks like someone who's definitely worthy of it. Yeah, I mean, so you text me that night. You're like, I'm going to watch Raw live. And I'm like, well, I never do, but I might as well try. I tuned in, in and out. Like, I'm not going to lie. In and out, in and out. Like, okay, this. And then I saw, oh, The Miz is going to fight at 9. I, I, I mean, that's not going to happen, Chris. I hope you know that's not going to happen. Yeah. I of knew, course, it didn't happen. I knew something was up with that. I just didn't know what. And then they said uh, they're going to wrestle at 10. And I'm like, Chris, that's not going to happen. Never. Never will this match happen <laughs> at 10 o'clock. And then uh, I was right. He grabbed the title and ran away, which is so a smart heel move. Finally, a heel thought to do that. Yeah, it's a smart move. And then, uh, of course, uh, Lumberjack match, main event. I'm surprised it went down on Raw. Surprised. I thought for sure it'd be a fast lane filler, like give Lashley the title fast lane, but I think they need more time for Lashley to build up first McIntyre. Yep, absolutely. Um, he, he beat him in six minutes. He beat the Miz in six minutes. Uh, what's the, the hurt lock? Tapped out. I think I read where he's like the second or third person to win the WWE title on a submission move in like a long time, like a decade or something. Yeah, it's That's, very rare. Yeah, I think Daniel Bryan was the last person to do it. Um, what do you think? I Like I said, I'm really excited for him. I thought he was long, long, long overdue to have a title run. And he he's finally the character I thought he should be in the WWE, which is just a huge dominant guy rather than the silly gimmicky stuff. He was doing the romance angle with oh, Lana. What was that? A year, two years ago. Yeah. I'm like that's dumb. This is what he should have been doing all along. He, he was a goofy face like, oh, I'm just a good guy. You know, goofy, goofy, goofy. Then he turned into, like, I'm going to marry Rusev's wife. And now he's a legit badass. And yep. MVP built that stable. That's, like, the best stable in wrestling. It really is. I'm super glad that MVP put them together. So, that's all we got for that because we want to get to the main event. But before we do, NXT 
is moving to Tuesday nights. The war is over. It's over. Would you say they conceded, or do you think this is the best move for all wrestling? Like, do you think they said, you know what, the network, because USA probably said, we got to move this Tuesday night. Maybe we'll get over a million viewers. I had I was reading a little bit about it. I don't know how much of this is true, but some of it they said had to do with what, what we have on the TV right behind me right now, which is hockey, and that Wednesday night is a big hockey night, and because of them being on USA and everything, they wanted to move it to Tuesday nights. Now, I wonder, too, if it has a little bit to do with the viewership issue that they've been having going up against AEW. It had to be a little bit of, well, we're getting destroyed every week. Yes. And NXT is doing very well with their stories. If you watch it, you know, Finn Balor, Adam Cole, that whole situation. But nobody's watching it because people are watching AEW. Yep. Which I don't understand with these ratings and what happens. We all have boxes or DVRs. We all record both shows. How are... Don't they count recordings as a rating? I'm not sure. And I don't know. Is is everybody recording NXT these days? Like you were saying a few weeks ago. Granted, it's just very recently picked up, but you said it had kind of gone downhill for a while. I mean, wrestling fans will watch. They'll record everything and just fast forward through everything. That's what I do. Yep. Except for AEW. AEW is the only show I don't fast forward through anything because I know I have to be here for you. Yeah. For you, Chris, for, me. for you. I appreciate Trust me. It. There is a match that we're going to talk about tonight that I wish I could have just blunk, like just uh snap my finger, Thanos, boom, gone. Yeah. Never have to see it again. Wow. Never want to see it again. Never. Anyway, we're talking about NXT. So mm-hmm. it's going to happen the uh, Tuesday night after WrestleMania. It's a good fresh start. I always think of WrestleMania as the end of the year mm-hmm. and it's yep. a fresh start. Fresh everything, new like people get called up, people get ruined. You know, like it's not a call up, it's a call down. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's, a demotion, it's a demotion to the main roster, and everyone's pissed. Would you want to go to the main roster? Or that's a good question. Would you rather go to the main roster and make millions or whatever, or stay happy in NXT and just make average? I think for me personally, I would rather stay at NXT and do what I love. Because I'm just thinking if that's something, because that's the kind of profession that you're passionate about. You do it because you're passionate about it. Not like what me and you do for work. You know, we just do it because it it pays the bills. They're doing it because they love it. You look at someone like John Moxley, and he had the opportunity to sign another huge contract with WWE. But he said, you know what, I want to go. I'm not being utilized right. I want to be a better character. So he took less money to go elsewhere. And I, I honestly think that's what I would do, too. I agree. I would stay in NXT. You get more freedom there. Vince is like not involved. You can still stream on Twitch if you want to. You can still make money on that that avenue if you want, which is crazy. Why? They're all WWE. Why can they Twitch? And I didn't even people? know that, that the NXT characters yeah, could. They're allowed to still do it. Wow. It's, it's just because the main the roster, roster, Vince. They're too big. Vince still sees them as the minor league. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't yeah. even care who they are. I was like, I don't think he watches the shows. I don't think he knows what's going on. Probably doesn't even know it exists. <laughs> <laughs> what is this? Yeah, like uh, Hunter, Hunter, what are you doing, uh, boss, Dad? I got this NXT show. What? What? What's an NXT? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Isn't that the minor league shit? <laughs> Aren't they getting their ass beat to AEW? Yes. Yes, boss. Yes, we are. <laughs> You, you won't give me any money for this show. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, so before we head on to the AEW review, we got to hit on some things. You can find us on Instagram, Real Talk Wrestling Pod. I changed it to Real Talk Wrestling Pod. You can find Chris on Twitter, RTW Chris. Yep. I mean, he tweets like once a month, I think. 
Once a month. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's been very little. Again, remodels consume my life the last three weeks now. And so. you can find me at Josh Kimmel OUS. I'm always live tweeting when I'm watching wrestling. You'll notice when I stop, that's when I, I get bored and I go to bed. <laughs> that's when you see me stop. Like I was live tweeting the hell out of the Shaq match. Then I left. <laughs> then I just went to bed. I was thinking about doing some live tweeting for Revolution this Sunday. Oh, yeah. Definitely going to do that. Hashtag AW Revolution. That's right. Uh, we're, we're part of the Say It Again Network. Sayitagain.com. You can find um, like 31 other podcasts that are amazing with great people. So find us there and a bunch of other people, especially this like fantasy podcast. It's really awesome. But uh, All right. <laughs> AEW starts off with uh, Shaq and Jade Cargill versus Cody Rhodes and Red Velvet. Did you expect this to be the opening match? Um, no, I thought they were going to make us wait for I thought this would be the end of the night match potentially, but I'm glad they gave it to us right from the beginning. They didn't make, we had to wait all these weeks. I'm glad once the show started, we didn't have to wait any longer. I thought for sure this would be like the middle match, like the 9 p.m. match yeah. to try to get that 9 p.m. spike. But it happened right away. So, yeah. I mean, it's better than what I expected. A lot of, like, good spots, bad spots. I don't know. Like, Jade Cargill, she looked great, but she didn't look like a wrestler at times. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, there was a lot of pausing showboating yes which i think was just to kind of cover up a little bit of their inexperience overall i mean i thought given what they had i I thought it was a really good match considering i think her signature move is flexing her bicep Mm -hmm. because that's what she does the entire fucking match yep it was 20 minutes of her flexing her bicep as she was do she would be punching the stomach as she's getting like you know selling flexing yep that's all she does I, i think it was just maybe to hide her limited move set and limited ability in the ring. So, because they didn't want it to be a short three-minute match, but also with it being as long as it was, they needed something to fill the time there because maybe she wasn't ready to wrestle a full-on 15-minute match. Yeah, highlights of the match, Shaq hit a big powerbomb on Cody. That was Didn't see that coming. It looked in perfect form. Yeah, it was nice. I mean, how many times did he practice that? How many times did he, like, was he there? Like practicing that because that takes a lot of practice yes. to lay someone on flat on their back like that. That was impressive. Yep. Uh, another big spot: red velvet moonsaults from the top rope onto the floor. That was pretty cool. Yep. Uh, we got Shaq obviously going through the tables off the apron. That was a monster spot. You know when they set up tables like that, you know someone's going through it. I had a feeling it was going to be him whenever they brought out the second table. I'm like, ooh, is it going to be, is Shaq going to I take a I thought Shaq was going to, I mean, he's old, so maybe this, maybe I'm crazy, but I thought Shaq was going to get Cody up over his head and throw Cody through him. That's what no. I thought was going to happen. I thought Cody was going through those tables. Well, he did, but the hard way. Yeah. Um, it ends with Jade Cargill getting the victory over Red Velvet, which is, I think I expected that. Yeah, I thought for sure Red Velvet was going to be the one to take the pin in that match. Can we say thank you, Red Velvet, because she made this match watchable? Imagine if Brandy was there. It was supposed to be Brandy. <laughs> what would have happened? What the fuck would have happened? You would have had Shaq in experience against Cody, and you would have had Brandy in experience against Jade in experience. It would have been, thankfully, do you think the pregnancy is real? <laughs> yes, I do think it's real. <laughs> you think it was an angle just to get out of the match when they realized, ooh, if Brandy, it's too much inexperience. If here. Brandy was there, what would happen? Yeah. What would happen? Yeah, it probably wouldn't have been as good. Probably. For sure. <laughs> it would have been like one of the worst matches of all time. Yeah. It was it was surprisingly good. Do you think we'll see more from Shaq? 
or should I call him Shazam? I, when yeah. he did his disappearing act? You know, with the um, angle, you know, I, I'm glad you brought that up because I forgot about the ambulance. So, yeah, he disappeared from the ambulance. So that tells me there's going to be more to this. Yeah. Because why would you just disappear? Yeah. Why would he turn into the fiend? And no, just he turned into Shazam. <laughs> yeah, I don't understand where he went. But, um, yeah, that's going to be an angle. It's not over yet. It can't be. And I'm good with that because this match was pretty good. It was good because of the women. Let's make that clear. Red Velvet actually carried this match, in my opinion. What's well, they, they were the better side of the match, but like I said, Jack, even himself, he delivered a few good moves there, the power bomb, and then he was doing his power moves with his slaps and everything. Like It was watchable. It wasn't, I was expecting it to be completely cringeworthy. I expected Great Collie slaps like the entire time when Shaq did it at first I'm like oh here we go (laughs) I mean you wanted to see that though with him you at least wanted to see a few of those with how big his hands are you're like you wanted to see a handful of those you got any more thoughts on this match I think the IWC tore it apart or they loved it like that's what I saw on Twitter either I kept seeing people loving I actually did not granted I didn't look a whole lot but I didn't see anybody ripping into it I saw a lot of Jade Cargill was terrible she was awful Shaq just went through two tables, and she didn't care. She was celebrating in the ring after she won. It's like, what? Like, what? What do you want her to do? I guess they wanted her to be all sad and in distress, and oh no, Shaq. Yeah, I mean, Shaq was knocked out. Knocked out. Yeah. All right. Next match. Do we need to talk about Ray Phoenix and Pack destroying, destroying John Skyler in D three? I don't even know who these guys are. Uh, jobbers. I don't think I've really even ever heard of them. This was just a cool down match after that match. Do we call it that a cool down match? That was that fast. Well, it was real. You know what I mean? Though. Yeah, it was like no, a, I mean, you're not wrong, but I'm just saying like, it's just weird to call that a cool down match. You're not going to go straight to the demo. God press conference <laughs> after the shack match. You got to have something to, like a little in between. That's all it was. Squash match pack. It was, I was, was hoping that it was going to go a little longer, but then again, no, it's because no, uh, yeah, no. I was hoping it would. That's the problem with AEW. These matches last forever. Every well, match I, thinks they're the five-star match. I didn't want it to last forever, but I wanted it to be more than two minutes. I wanted two at minutes, least a good seven. Two minutes is fine. Six, seven minutes no. out of this match. No, there needs I knew to I wasn't going to get it, though, because of the, being the jobbers. There so. needs to be more squashes in AEW. They're, they they can't. Everyone can't be fucking Stone Cold Steve Austin. Like They need to understand this. They are indie wrestlers on a television show. That's all they are. Yeah, but I mean... I like watching Pack Ray Phoenix. I, I want to see more of them. Yeah, and against someone good. Yeah, against someone worth it. If it was uh, the Butcher and the Blade or someone like relevant, maybe yeah. But D three, I don't even know who that is. No. Up next, Demo God Chris Jericho MJF press conference. This was pretty funny. The first guy, you couldn't even hear what he said. Nope. Someone and I don't to turn his mic on. I don't think Chris Jericho knew that we couldn't hear him. I think he just thought. You know, because they're like, there's no one really there. Chris Jericho answered the question, whatever the question was. But did you notice though that I think Chris Jericho knew that nobody could hear him because he repeated the question before he answered it. I don't know if you picked up on that. He said back, "Is oh, you know, instead of just going straight into the answer, he kind of repeated the question." I think he knew, and we all know Chris Jericho is known for being quick on his feet like that. Yeah, I mean, he's one of the best in the business for a reason. So yeah, I get that. I th- I know he said thanks for Bleacher Report for being here or Barstool or whoever it was. Yeah. So yeah, I guess he he probably did bail him out. Whoever didn't turn the mic on. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know about you. I don't want to go through every single question, every single person. But no. my favorite thing was Eric Bischoff. Obviously, Eric Eric Bischoff. He called him mm-hmm. Eric. <laughs> Why can't he use his name? Is he like is that 
trademarked? I don't know. I'm not sure. I don't know if they were just ragging on him or if well, that was to e- kind of get EB, around. Like he was EB one time. Like, is he just not allowed to say Eric Bischoff? I want to know if Vince owns. You looking at my snake? Yeah, I was just looking over here. <laughs> he's come to this corner over here. Yeah. Taking a look at him. He's shedding, man. Yeah, I can see that. But, yeah, so Eric Bischoff got under Chris Jericho's nerves. And I think this plays into, like, personal life. Because mm-hmm. I don't know if you knew, like, two weeks ago, Chris Jericho and Eric Bischoff got into a little beef. Did you know about that? No, I did not see that. Yeah, Bischoff called Jericho an idiot or something, or he's not as smart as you think he is. Honestly, I'm just speaking shit. I just know something happened. I couldn't tell you exactly what happened. I'm going to look it up. Talk about the segment. Um, I think the, like I said, the, the questions, they were all right. But that one guy, oh, man, the insult that, uh, who was it, MJF had? I think it was MJF on the on the one. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. About when he asked about Sammy Guevara? Yeah. And then he told him, shut up, turkey tits. <laughs> oh, my God. We all died laughing. We're like, what? I don't know. He's MJF, he's, he's just hilarious. He's too funny. He seems to be very quick on the mic. I like him. I don't know. I was thinking about that. I, that's one thing I like about him being paired up with Chris Jericho right now is two really, really good talkers on the mic. Yeah, they're amazing on the mic. Imagine, MJF is 24, I think. Yeah. 24, yeah, 25. He's 24. He's probably, next to Jericho, the best person on the mic. Mm-hmm. There's no one in WWE that can compete, compete with him. Nope. There's no one in AEW that can compete. MJF is a smart, smart wrestler Like on the mic. He's going to be there for years. He's a yep. future world champion. Yep. I so just, I'm surprised he's not already a champion. <laughs> well, like... They had, you know, Kenny, Moxley, like those guys draw money. MJF, honestly, at the end of the day, MJF's not drawing money right now. I just thought at the time he was red hot, but that was a whole different pay-per-view, whole different time. I thought for sure he was going to be champion back then when he had his opportunity against Moxley. So then the Young Bucks come out and they give a real, like a real promo, like a my dad is awesome. And you guys, I knew you were going to hurt me, hurt my friends, hurt my whatever. But I didn't think you were going to hurt my dad. And uh, it got real personal, apparently talking about his dad. Like, I and actually, like, he, they were on Chris Jericho's podcast, you know, talking about their new book, We Killed the Business, or whatever it's called. And I heard these stories about their dad, about how they built the ring. He built the ring himself. He, he's a carpenter. Yeah. He did all this stuff. Even though he didn't really like wrestling, he still did everything the kids wanted to do because he loved his kids. So that's like a good like angle AEW did with Jericho beat the shit out of Papa Buck, and that that made this story a little bit better than just oh we're number one contenders, right? Like that, mm-hmm. I, I think it's pretty cool. Um, I like what they insulted him with. Like if uh, if there was no AEW, Chris Jericho, where the fuck would you be? Oh, you'd be at the performance center. Yes, jerking the <laughs> jerking the curtain. Oh, that's man, pretty that funny. Was good. That was pretty good. That was good on two different levels there. And you got to think the MJF insult had to be real because I don't know MJF's previous career yeah, or I don't know either. but they do you know they mm-hmm. oh, yeah, indie wrestlers they all know each other yep I mean I listen to Colt Cabana's podcast all I did all for six years and all these guys in AEW Colt Cabana has interviewed and I've known these guys I just never seen them wrestle like all these guys all okay I've known I've heard them speak on Colt Cabana's podcast all of them for the past six years, and now I can see finally see their faces. And it's like, I never heard MJF, though. So I never got his backstory. I know the Bucks. I know Kenny. I know um, even that Scorpio Sky guy. I know them all. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's kind of it's cool. I wonder what that Rosie O'Donnell pun was. 
Yeah, we'll have to look into that and see what was going on with there. Uh, then the Bucks yeah, beat the shit out of the inner circle. But I want to. Here's what I didn't get: the Good Brothers came out and helped them beat the shit out of the inner circle. Put them on tables, stereo breaking tables. A heel is helping a baby face. They didn't want to help the Bucks when they were getting their ass beat a couple of weeks ago. Now they're coming out to help the Bucks. Yeah, I was a little like thrown that. Off. That, like, that just who... doesn't. That just doesn't make sense. Yeah, it was a little inconsistent there. Very inconsistent, if you ask me. But it was still a cool spot. Yeah, Matt and Nick jumping off the table. You're really freaking out about the snake. It's not. No, 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 I'm not, no, 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 I'm not freaked out at all. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just looking at the snake, guys. It's we a good looking a, snake. We have a snake, a fancy ball python, literally two inches away from Chris, maybe three. See, now, if there was not a top on that cage, then I would probably have a problem with There's it. There's a top right there. You can pop it yeah. off. She can come right as a girl. She can come right out. Yeah. I never touched the damn thing. I hate it, actually. Yeah. Yeah, I really do. I'm like, oh, God. It's like Jake the Snake Roberts. Like, Macho Man, you hear that story where Macho Man just hates snakes. Yep. And uh, he got bit, whatever. I'm but, right there uh, with you, but when they're behind glass, I don't mind them so much. All right, after this. Uh, we had the Tully Blanchard and FTR versus uh, the Jungle Boy, Luchasaurus, and Marco Stunt. Jurassic Express. I knew you were pumped about this match. I think this is where I turned it off and I watched the rest today. This match, what do you think about it? I, I want to hear your opinion before I speak. Um, I mean, I thought it was, it was all right because I knew it was going to get a little awkward for them to work in Tully Blanchard and then, you know, Marco Stunt kind of. Getting involved was it's it wasn't going to feel organic like it was going to feel a little forced. I I just wanted to see, I want to see just FTR and Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus just the four. Of well, them. we'll see that Sunday night. Exactly. I'm more so looking forward to that. So I I thought it was okay, but I'm looking more forward to the Sunday night matchup. I saw this match as Tolly Blanchard's going to get over. He's going to pin somebody. I thought he'd pin Marco Stein. I thought Marco was going to take the fall, but it actually helped the revival. The revival. FTR get more heat when Tully pinned Luchasaurus, the big man. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, I didn't even think about that. That was went over my head. I'm like, oh, yeah, he's just going to pin. I thought it was cool he did a vertical suplex, Tully Blanchard. Yep. He took a couple bumps. Like, I was impressed. Like, I couldn't do that. Hell, I see him do a vertical suplex. I see him do take a couple bumps. Then I see later in the show, Tony Schiavone's in with Sting. He struggled to get out of that ring for five minutes as, I don't know, you probably didn't watch it, but I rewound it like three times. Tony Schiavone took five minutes to get out of that ring because he couldn't do it. But Tully Blanchard's like 80 years old doing vertical suplexes. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I, whatever. I mean, that's cool. Like I said, the, the nostalgia aspect of it was pretty cool, but I just, I want to get to the main match that they have planned. Yeah. And like I said, we will get there. Sunday, a few more days. This was awkward. Right after the match, after we I mean Tully Blanchard, we already know he gets the win. They're celebrating, and um, Axe, the Dax Cash guy, screaming, "Oh, you don't fuck with us!" And did you catch that? He said, "Fuck" on TV. No, they I did bleep, not. They try to bleep it out, but they're so slow. Yeah, they miss. They, they always, always miss. miss. He's like, "That's fucking right," and like they go, "That's fucking." I'm like, "Oh, oh, got him, <laughs> got him." Anyway, uh, Tony Schiavone goes to the ring or to the little stage and. They're all celebrating for no reason, and they walk past him like, oh, I guess he's going to interview him? No. He wants to interview Paul White. Yeah. Uh, the uh, Gotta move on to the next segment. <laughs> like, that was fast. Yeah. Uh, guys went too long. What do you think about Paul White? What do you think about the, the large program? Uh, <laughs> the large program. I'm, I'm excited. I've always thought he was very goofy. He's very entertaining. Um, you know, obviously in the last 
so many years now. I really didn't like him in the early 2000s. I, I couldn't stand him. He was very bland and boring then. But like later in his career, he just got to be very goofy, very funny. I know anytime I would go to a Raw or a SmackDown Live, a lot of times he would show up on the the matches after the show, the dark matches, and he was just always the most entertaining person. So I'm I'm glad to see him in the role that he's going to be in, which is to be a commentator for the Monday Night Show. Commentator, and he has a scoop. He's gonna they're gonna sign a huge Hall of Fame talent wrestler yeah. to the Hall of Fame Revol- Revolution. Um, first off. He says, I know who it is, and uh, I won't tell you till you find out. That's not a scoop. That's imagine, imagine this. I put it on Twitter. Imagine this. Adam Schefter. I know where Adam where Alan Robinson's gonna sign. I know where Brett Favre's gonna whatever. Whoever. I know where he's gonna sign, but I'm not gonna tell you till it happens. Yeah. <laughs> so you don't know shit. Yeah. So you're just lying. <laughs> yeah, it was it was it was worded very weirdly. It was worded very weirdly. Who do you think it is? I got a couple I, guesses. I honestly, I don't know who it is. I have two guesses. I, I'd be interested to hear them because I really, I don't know. Okay. Hall of Fame caliber. Think about that word. Hall of Fame caliber. So I didn't know if that meant somebody that's just worthy but not there yet. Think about what AEW is doing. Think about what they're doing. They bring in Sting. They bring in Paul White. They bring in, they're literally WCW. Mm-hmm. They're literally WCW. Don't, 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 don't. WCW how? How are they doing? They're just bringing in these old stars. Jake the St. Roberts, Tully Blanchard. They're bringing in old stars for the ratings, for the looks, for these, like, yes, they use them, but you don't need to bring in. But I thought WCW's downfall was they were taking guys like Hogan beyond, that were well beyond their prime and plugging them into the main event as a wrestler. What do you think they did with Chris Jericho right off the bat? Well, he was their one person they needed to get a few viewers. But what, now, what are they doing with Moxley? You know, what do I mean? you think he's past his? No, but now? what I'm saying is they're taking WWE guys or like big guys, and you got to take some from somewhere. Everyone comes from somewhere, though. It could you know be I mean? it could be Omega vs. Page. I'd much rather see that at Revolution. To be honest with you, yeah. Like we'll, we'll get and to maybe, the end, of, and maybe they'll build to that. We'll get to the end of the show, but when Page came out, I'm like that's the star of the show. He's the star of the show. Yeah. There's no one better than Paige on that show. Yeah. He's definitely a fan favorite right now. So anyway, uh, yeah, anyway, Paul White. So here's my guesses. All right. Let's hear him. My number one guess is somebody like, I'm going to say, I'm going to say a woman. I'm going to say Zelina Vega. Yeah. I'll tell you why. Every time they do a reveal or the mystery person is someone like Brian Cage or uh, the murder hawk, uh, Lance Archer, someone we've never heard of. Now, we've heard of Selena Vega because of WWE. Yep. And she's rumored to go there. She's put it on, hell, I saw it on her Instagram a couple of days ago, you know, where she's training. Mm-hmm. She's going to end up there. That's my first guess. That's what we're all thinking. But do you think she's Hall of Fame? No. Does she fit that criteria? No. no. Okay. So that's I don't think why Brian Cage is, is worthy of being a super secret ladder match entrant either. No. You know? So it's AEW's, and then here's my second guess. Here's my off the wall. Maybe this happens. I doubt it does, but why the fuck not? Batista and Chris Jericho are great friends. They're yeah. great friends. I could see Batista coming. You think so? Yeah. I saw some people addressing that online. You did? I didn't see that. That's yep. just, this is off my head. Because I know Chris Jericho is really good friends with Batista. Like they're, yeah. He lives here in Tampa. They hang out. Mm-hmm. Yep. Why not? Yeah, I mean, I don't know if he was just... If, if that is the case, and it is him, he was already trying to downplay it online, where he's just like, I guess... 
when I say retired, to me, that means something different than everyone else. Because when I say it, it means I'm done. And he's not making but, movies. Yeah, but I'm saying he could he could very well just be trying to downplay it. Yeah, I I didn't see that online yet, but that's my guess. Batista mm-hmm. or Zelina Vega, they need a woman. They just need a woman presence there. Yeah, and they need. I mean, who think about the wrestlers from WWE? No one's really left. There's no one that's like that's leaving that I could think of. Yeah. Um, that, that's why I was like, I'm not sure who it is because there isn't anybody that just their contract recently ran out. I could think of. I mean, unless you think about like, so there's this rumor of Jay White, this guy Jay White in New Japan that people are talking about. I've never seen him. I don't know who he is. Yeah. That could be a guy. If it's Jay White, I'll be fucking livid. If it's someone like that, I'll be livid. If it's something, someone I don't know, I'm out. I'm done. Like uh, this You're podcast done? is over. No, <laughs> this podcast You're not is over. Yet. All right. That wraps up the first hour of AEW. We are going to take a break, and when we come back, we're going to talk about the women's world title snooze tournament finals. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. We are moving on to the second hour of AEW Dynamite, and we have the... uh, WWE, they're called the pee breaks. This one I call the nap time break. We have the finals of the women's bracket. Nyla Rose versus Rio Mizunami. Rio Mizunami. Right. <laughs> Sounds right. They said that she's wrestled never. in AEW before, like uh, their first show. I thought she looked vaguely familiar, but I wasn't, I wasn't 100% sure. Look, if you said... If you tell me right now you like this match, show's in need. The show's over. <laughs> if you like this match, show's over. I'm not saying that I love the match. I don't think that I think it was so bad like you thought apparently think it is. I mean, you said it was too long, right? Two commercial breaks. I wonder do you think they maybe let it run long because most of this tournament played out over YouTube? They'd let it run long because they want to prove that they have women wrestlers that are on the same page as NXT, which they do not. I just thought they were doing it to give them some time because they haven't given this tournament any time on TV for some weird reason. Do you know, okay, we're in the second hour, and, I mean, spoiler, there's no Kenny Omega or John Moxley. Mm-hmm. Why do we need to have this match for 30 freaking minutes, it felt like? Seriously, Seriously, 30 minutes. I felt like this match was never going to end. Yeah. And we don't have Moxley and Omega on the go-home show, but we have this for 45 minutes. I guess it was to just build up, you know, because, again, they just they haven't got much TV time. That's that's my thought is they needed to build up this tournament to build up the match that they're going to have the at Revolution. The story was there. The story of Thunder Rosa and Britt Breaker was there. Yeah. Oh, they definitely – I felt like they definitely went the wrong direction. Now they give us two people that we don't give a fuck. We yeah. don't care about these women. Yep. We don't care. No offense to these women. Like they, they you know what? I'm going to say they're but, okay in the ring. But Nyla Rose has already had her time to shine though. Yeah. And now we have this one woman who's not going to win. She's not going to win. No. 100% not going to win. No. So now we're going to watch her match at Revolution where we know the outcome and we don't care about the outcome. First off, 
who is that lady with the title? I've been watching the show for a month now. I've never seen her in my life. Yeah. I've never ever seen her in my life. Who yeah. is that? Yeah. You Can someone tell that. me? Yeah. Oh, that's the champion? Sheeta. Okay, I've never seen her in my life. Why do I care about this title? It's Why do weird. I care about this match? That's what's that's what's disappointing about the women's title is we really thought that there was going to be a strong focus in AEW on tag wrestling and women's wrestling. We thought we're going to be the two strong points going in. And tag wrestling definitely is there, but the women's wrestling has been completely lacking. And she is the third women's champion, and she's the second one that, after she got the title, has pretty much all but disappeared. Because their first champion was the same way with Riho. Got the title and she disappeared. I don't understand. And that had, and for your reference, it had nothing to do with COVID. This was long. This was when the show opened up. Riho won the title, and then it's like she was just not even on the show for they the just longest. Don't care. Like we, we would forget who the champion was. They want to say, I remember when the company first opened, they're like, we are equal. Women are getting paid the same as men. We're going to have the same time. This has, it's been a lie. Yeah. Sure, the pay is fine, but whatever. I don't even know about that. But the women wrestling is a lie. Yeah. And they're not. And Omega has said that he wants to get the women's wrestling to be a legitimate thing, but I'm like, and give them some time. Give them some. Give them more than one match. There's no story going into this thing except for a title winner and a challenger. Like that's all it is. A title, a title, the holder and the challenger. There's no story. The very end of the match, when they, you know, get Sheeta and the other woman, uh, Rio, Rio, get to face to face. They're like smiling, like oh, we're best friends. And then all of a sudden, the you know Japanese woman hits her in the face. And they're smiling. They're both smiling the whole time. <laughs> they're smiling. That's it. Because like, oh, story. we're on TV. We're on TV. Yeah. Unfortunately, I, I was really excited when they announced the tournament because I thought it was really going to highlight their women's wrestling. And then, like we said, it, it was mostly on YouTube. And the outcome was not at all what any of us thought. So, left a lot to be desired. Okay. So, the weekly It's Sting announcement happened. It's become so not cool anymore. Do you no. agree? It's been it's so not cool anymore. It's it's gotten better, but it's yeah. I no, mean, no, they killed it in the beginning. I'm talking about like yeah, well, yeah. The it stings. Oh, it's that not, thing, it's yeah. not cool anymore. No, Tony Schiavone finally has a catchphrase, and he's like wearing it out so bad. It's so it, it should be saved for special, like when he's coming out and you're yes. not expecting it. I get it the first time he came out when we were expecting it. And you say it because we're all excited. Other than that, it should be left to like when he makes a surprise appearance. In this segment, there's a very WWE moment. I want you to tell me if you saw it or knew about it or even just didn't even think about it. But we'll talk about it. I'm going to see if you catch on. So Sting's in the ring talking to Tony. Uh, He's super prepared. He's in the best shape of his life. Everyone says that, whatever. He's ready for the street fight. Then Ricky Starks comes out by himself. By himself, face-to-face, wants to tell him, hey, props to you, Sting. You you are who you... I you you are who you think you are. Like you're ready. You're still there. You still have it. You know. So Ricky Starks kind of gives him some props. Some some like, what do you think would happen? Like, you think he get jumped, right? You think Sting would get jumped after this? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do you think happened? What do I think happened? Sting gets what? fucking jumped. Yeah. What a shock there, right? Yeah. Um, but it was cool to see. He gives him some stinger splashes. Ricky Starks. I don't remember how the fight started. I guess he disrespected him and Sting just ripped his shirt off right away and threw him into the turnbuckle. <laughs> shirt was too tight. Uh, Maybe the buttons just this, popped off. This go watch any segment from this feud and you just you just see it again. This is the same thing over and over and over. Yeah, over and over and over. 
Is it? Well, I mean, do you have anything to say? I have nothing to say. No, I, I don't even know that I watched all of this. This might have been my uh, beer break. Yeah, so getting up and pouring a new they're beer. Be- they're point, beating the, they're beating the crap out of Sting, and Darby Allen comes out. Music plays dun 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 for literally three seconds. Then he you know hits Brian Cage in the back. They retreat. That's it. Darby gets the upper hand, which leads me to believe I think that they're going to lose. I think Team Taz is winning this. Yeah, yeah, but uh. The WWE moment was them playing the theme song for three seconds to for Darby Allen to come out in front of nobody. Yeah. Why do you need that? He doesn't have the Stone Cold or The Rock. If you smell, he just literally has. Yeah. That's like the most not exciting theme song ever. And you play it for three seconds from the run out and hit someone in the back of the head with a skateboard. Or whatever he used. Uh, no, I don't think he had anything with him. Whatever. Because I think we commented about over at my house when we were watching it. We're like, so wait, these guys are retreating right now when it's like, you know, only two of them. And he doesn't even have a skateboard. He doesn't have anything there. Why are you retreating right now? They've been retreating since day one. Yeah. This thing will come out. But it was and- when he had his bat or they have the skateboard or something. Like they had nothing. Why are you still retreating at this point? I cannot wait for this match, to, this, this feud to be over, to be honest with you. I think this is... It's getting better, yeah. but it's not. When you rank the matches, when we, we we're going to break down the show or the Revolution show preview, we're going to do a little prediction. Where do you think this match ranks among all the matches? Like what you're looking forward to? Obviously, one is a barbed wire match. Yep. Two for me is the ladder match with the Revolution people. That's two for me. Three yeah, FTR Jurassic Express that one's up there for me, but to to get to your point, this one's definitely on the lower end. It might be just a step above, as we were just talking about the women's match that we're all expecting Sheeta to retain at. That's the worst one. Yeah, but that's where we could see Zelina Vega come out. Zelina Vega screws her over. That could be the best thing about that match if that happens. Next, but I don't know. Do you think? Do you think there's any chance that we get pleasantly surprised like we were because we were dogging the Shack match for? A couple weeks, and it was better than we thought. Is there any chance that this match is any better than what we're expecting? Chris, how long have you known me? Since third grade, since you were 10, so what, 25 years now? How long have I been pessimistic? At least 24 of those. (laughs) The good thing about being pessimistic is you're always right or you're surprised. Yeah. So that's what I want to stay. There's nowhere to go but up. (laughs) There's nowhere to go. Either I'm right or I'm like, oh, yeah, that was pretty good. That was pretty good. (laughs) I can dig that. Uh, the next match is a face of the Revolution Ladder Match Qualifier, Dark Order's number 10, alongside negative one. And uh, Max Caster of the Acclaimed. I didn't, I knew it was Max Caster of the Acclaimed, but I'm like, why is he coming out? Like, why are these people, none of these guys are going to win, but whatever. I guess they're there for four. Uh, yeah, I think it was just to put another person into the match, but it was also, at the end of it, as we saw, it was to build that little storyline going on with Matt Hardy. Which, can we just skip to the end? Matt Castor wins because of some guy comes out and helps. Who the guy from it? TH2. The guy from TH2, or yeah. whatever. He comes out, hits uh, uh, 10, hits yep. 10 in the head with something. Like the, sh- his boombox thing. Boombox, whatever. That he comes out with. This match, okay. So he hits him in the head with a boombox. Castor gets the win. Matt Hardy immediately comes out with a big yellow envelope. <laughs> <laughs> that says, $4,200. Yes. <laughs> Chris, when you get a bag of money... Do you, does it say the amount on it? No. You don't even want anyone to know that there's any money in there, much less the exact amount like, for thousands of dollars. Like Matt looked like he was in an advertising uh, commercial, like with the check. 
or the, the envelope, forty two hundred dollars. Here it is. Look, cameraman, look, forty two hundred dollars. Slip it in this. It was. I mean, I don't know how you're supposed to do that unless he just pays them in straight cash. Maybe here's here's how you do it. I, oh, because I thought about this. Okay, I, I let's was, hear it. So here's what you do. Afterwards, afterwards, match is over. You don't need to see Matt Hardy come out and give him the check. You just see the match one two three. Caster wins. Th two guy walks to the back. Com- commercial went to a commercial. Right. The, mat, the next match was Matt Hardy match. So you see Matt. You see the Th two guy go in the locker room. Matt Hardy's getting ready for his match. TH2 guy goes, it's done. Matt Hardy is getting, oh, he turns around, goes to his locker, gets his wallet or his checkbook, writes it, gives it to him. That's how you do it. Yeah. That's how you do it. Okay. Yeah, that would be better. Or just even if he hands him a blank envelope, it doesn't have to say $4,200 on a yellow. Whatever. Writes him a check, gives him an envelope, whatever. You do it afterwards. Because what happened is you see Matt Hardy come out and give him the, the envelope and then he goes to a commercial break, and then Matt Hardy comes out again in a wrestling match. He wrestles. Yeah. It was a little cheesy, but just kind of like whenever they did the contract signing thing, and he was talking into the camera guy, camera guy, I, this is why I want you to be here. Whose idea do you think this is? Do you think it's Matt, or do you think it's, like, direction? Like, do you think it's Tony Khan going, hey, man, this is a, this is a good idea, man? I think it's Matt. Because I think, I think Tony, he's pretty much open to letting them try what they want to do. I think Tony's needs to take control a yeah. little bit more. Yeah, you've yeah. been saying that. A little bit more. Because this, this Matt Hardy thing is getting ridiculous. <laughs> the main event, we have, like I said, Matt Hardy and uh, Mark Quinn of Private Party versus Adam Page and John Silver. These are your guys. Like, these are your guys. You should be super happy about this match. I was, I was a little surprised that this was the main event. It, I don't know. To me, it just didn't have a main event feel right before the go-home show. That's why I said it's a very weak show this week. No. This shouldn't have been the main event at all. No. You shouldn't have Paige and Hardy in the same match. Like, they're giving away the match. The match is going to happen Sunday. Why are we seeing it on Dynamite in the main event? But I you're mean, not getting just the two of them, though. You're getting extra people added in to make sure you don't give up the match for free. If this was WWE... It'd be TH2 in a handicap versus Adam Page. If, I'm just saying it would be, mm-hmm. but it'd be early on the show. It wouldn't be the main event. I think they just this match was just put together, and they're trying to get it as built as much as possible for Revolution to get you hyped about it. Because, like I said, Page is a star of AEW. I don't care about Omega. I don't care about Moxley. It's Adam Page, and you you know this. And it's Dark Order. Dark Order is so over right now. So mm-hmm. is. They definitely feel like the biggest thing on AEW. If there were crowds, they'd be getting the biggest pop. John Silver would get the biggest pop. Oh, absolutely. Adam Page would get the biggest pop. Yep. You know, it wouldn't be Omega. It wouldn't. I mean, Moxley would get a pop, but it wouldn't be Dark Order, like especially after Brody died. Yep. So they're just trying to build this matchup. I mean, then all hell broke loose. Like literally, all hell broke loose. Like I remember watching and going. Wow, they just want to get everyone on TV before the uh, revolution. So yep. I guess the entire <laughs> roster came out there and just all fighting. Yep, it was like a chaotic end, and it made no sense to me. For the casino battle royal, it just made no sense to me. It's like you said, I mean, it's, all it was was to push that match, and then to get as many people on TV right before the go home show. But again, it was another like you've been pointing out chaos, and then the show cuts. That's it. It's just chaos and show cuts, <laughs> like. It's oh, been the formula. Uh, uh, Jim Ross is like, oh, meet us for a road to the road to the revolution. World Cup. 
Like yeah. after, <laughs> after that, after that, it was Road to Revolution or like whatever Countdown to Revolution. Yeah, yeah, that which I recorded. Show. I'm like, because I, I looked at my DVR today. I'm like, there's two AWs. Oh, they're doing a little pre-show crap that I don't, mm-hmm. I'm never gonna watch. Cool, I can't wait to not watch this. Yeah, I recorded it. I don't know why. I guess oh, score. It's it's fine. It's just telling the backstories of each storyline going in to the pay per view. Yeah, so that was AEW, the go home show for Revolution. I'm sure Revolution's their WrestleMania, correct? That's what they've said. Revolution is their WrestleMania. Yeah, it's supposed to be. This is their go home show. What do you give it before we give our favorite spots of the night? What do you give it? I'm going to give it a five, straight up. Yeah. Average. I fell asleep, Chris, during the women's match. I'm not kidding when I said that. I had to rewind it. I fell asleep. Man, that's rough. Um, I don't know. I'd probably give it about a 6.5. I'm going to go, as always, I'm going to go a little higher than you will. How do you not hype up the main event, the barbed wire match? Nothing. I mean, they just didn't have them come out. I mean, they still talked about it a little bit, but. But you need to see them. Do we, though? Like, we know what's happening. <laughs> we know what's happening. I mean, what more can they add to that? Some of these other things, they were trying to add a little more to it before the pay-per-view. I think that one's pretty much set. We all know what to – well, we think we know what to expect, should I say. Last time we saw these two together, Omega got over. Omega was the he – got, he got the last straw. He got the last hit. Moxley has never, like, got the last anything. It could have been a thing where Moxley finally gets over. Yeah. He never has. And we know Moxley's not going to win this match. So it's just, it just makes Moxley look super weak to me. Well, it's time to make Kenny look super strong, I guess. Well, I guess you see it that way. I see it my way. Yep. Moxley's super weak. <laughs> I don't know why. I'm looking at the optimistic side. <laughs> yep. Are you ready to break this revolution card down real quick? Do some predictions, what we want to happen. I am almost. You're almost there. I got the matches right in front of me. Almost. Yeah. As soon as I can get to that, that's what I'm pulling up now is pulling up the matches, but go ahead and kick us off. Let's do the main event right away. Main event right away. Kenny Omega versus John Moxley exploding barbed wire death match. Who will win? We just said Kenny's going to win. Right. Yeah, I think so. This I mean, is because easy. they have long title runs, and it just feels like Kenny Omega is going to win this one. Do you think he's going to win straight up, or do you think it's going to be screwy? Uh, there's a no, it's no DQ, so you, everything is straight up. But I mean, like, is he going to win because he beat him, or is he going to beat him because he has a bunch of his friends come out and beat him? You know, it's weird because when he was finally turning heel, he beat Adam Page in that tournament final clean mm-hmm. with no help. But yeah. He was still the heel. I don't see John Moxley taking a clean loss, though. Something screwy is going to happen. But then, how long does it go? I don't know. How long can these two go in this kind of a match? That's going to be... Because clean, clean victories pretty much mean end of the end. End yeah. of... End of the feud the there. Feud. Yeah, so uh, unless they have one more match... But if Moxley loses twice, how do you get him? How do you? No, you got to move on to somebody else. So yeah, I think I think Omega beats him, and it's over. This is the last match between them for a while. I'm just worried. I mean, I think this match is going to be one that's going to be hard to watch. It's surprising that they chose to do this for a pay per view. I mean, I explained to you now later. Like, I'm I'm not into these blood matches. I hate to see it. Yeah. Like I'm I'm maybe I'm conditioned with the new WWE PG. Yeah. But I hate to see blood. I don't want to see people get hurt. 
for real. I hate it. I think it's yeah. so. No, I'm I'm right there with you. I'm just wondering how much we're going to be able to watch before you got to kind of turn away and just be like, oh, this is too Chris, much. I turn away when two men are on top of a ladder and it's about to fall. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, no, I'm not that bad. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've seen enough injuries. I don't want to see that again. Yeah. All right, AEW Women's Championship: Sheeta versus uh, this one says Elimination Tournament winner. I guess they didn't update a CBS. See me. I'm I'm looking on uh, Wikipedia. I think Wikipedia's got a good little lineup card there. All right, I'll do that. All right, so anyway, let's talk about that one. Sheeta wins. Easy. You want to move on? Yeah. <laughs> Any surprises? <laughs> Only if Sheeta loses there, but I don't know. And like you said, I wonder if they're going to use this as a chance to debut Zelina Vega. Maybe she comes out. Maybe she interferes. Maybe she just comes out afterwards and beats her down afterwards, Saying that, like, I'm, I'm coming for your title. I don't know. Hopefully they do something with this match to spice it up. I really hope so. Let's go to a loser match. Riho and Thunder Rosa versus Dr. Britt Baker and Rebel. Yeah. I, I guess that's, like, the casino buy-in match. I guarantee it is. It should be. I don't but even why know. why would you put that on the... Like, if you see that match, eh, I'm not buying that. I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. Uh, Dr. Britt Baker's got to go over here. Get that. Keep on beating Thunder Rosa. Let Thunder Rosa get over in a singles match. Okay. Yeah. Dr. Britt Baker. Yeah, that is definitely the pre-show match. Casino Tag Team Royal for the future AEW World Tag Team Championship match. Why do we need two casino matches? That's just their thing. Here it is. Bear Country and Bear Bronson. Oh, I thought, wait. Bear oh. Country is the team name. <laughs> Bear Boulder and Bear Bronson. Okay, yeah. Bear Country versus the Dark Order, Alex Reynolds and John Silver, versus the Dark Order, Evil Uno and Stu Grayson. Right off the bat, dumb. Yep, four members Whatever. of the Dark Order yeah. in there. All right, versus the Inner Circle, Santana Ortiz, versus Butcher and the Blade, versus Private Party, versus Top Flight, versus the Death Triangle, versus Varsity Blondes, versus... The Seidel Brothers. Oh, boy. The Botchelmania, baby. <laughs> the Botch Brothers. Versus SoCal Uncensored, which is Frankie Kazarian and Christopher Daniels. We haven't seen them in forever. Versus Natural Nightmares. Versus Chaos Project. Versus Gun Club. And versus TBA. Ooh, I didn't realize there was a TBA there. Is there 10 teams? I don't know. There's a, there's a <laughs> lot of teams in there. Okay. And now this match is going to be one of those ones where both members... Have to get eliminated before the team is gone. How do you get eliminated? I thought it was, a, I thought it was climb a ladder. It's a casino tag team. No, I think it's like a battle royal. Oh, uh, they just style. did this on. TV. I think that's if, I, if I'm not mistaken. They just oh, is this one where they come in like every five minutes? New teams come in. I hope so because if they're all <laughs> starting in there, that's a lot of people to start in there. I think it, I think it is Chris because remember when they do they start with a couple people. And then, like, the last one's always TBA, like a special person. That's why Brian Cage came in. That's when. So, yeah, um, I, I so really. So, it says it's a group of five wrestlers. And I, I have to say, I missed this pay-per-view last time around. So, I didn't get to see it live. But it says, last time they did it, it's a group of five wrestlers. And every three minutes, another group of five wrestlers enters. Except for the last person, the 21st person comes in by themselves. So I don't know if it's going to be like a modified version of that, but with the tag teams and stuff. Yeah, it has to be. So I'm going to pick out of these 11 teams. The only thing that makes sense is, and, and I'll tell you why, the Pack and Ray Phoenix. That's who I want to win. I well, think that's who a lot of people would like to win. They want to win, but why do they give them a squash match? 
Yeah, make them look strong right before the pay-per-view. Yes, that's why they did it. Yeah. So. And they would be very smart to do that because they are red hot right now. So I think they're going to win this. You want to? Yeah, we want to see them against Young Bucks. I think we'll talk about that later. Yeah, we'll talk about that later. Miro yeah. and Kip Sabian versus the best friends. Miro, Miro and Kip Sabian win. They go over. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. I think this could actually be a pretty good match. I don't know how much you've got to see of the best friends. Although this is what this is just. Um, with Orange Cassidy, but even still, I like their team. I like their team. A lot. I hope they're Miro entertaining. Snaps Orange Cassidy's neck <laughs> right off do. on the game over. <laughs> but you notice that more and more Miro is becoming more and more the front person of that group now. Finally, yeah, I know. You know the I last know few weeks, is. it's about time. All right, let's talk about Face of Revolution ladder match for the future AEW TNT Championship match. Cody Rhodes, Scorpio Sky, Penta L Zero. Is it Melido Mido? I'm just going to say Pinta. There you go. Just say Pinta. <laughs> Lance Archer, G, Max Caster, and TBA. Did they not fill that in yet? Nope. And they said that on the what go home they? show that there was just, they said there's one more person. I thought they were going to tell us it by the end of the night, but they're not. Batista? Who knows? Wouldn't be Batista then. He wouldn't do that. A ladder match? No, that, that really wouldn't be for him. No. All right. Well, I'm going to go. It's not Cody Rhodes. He's had it too much, too many times. It's not going to be Scorpio Sky. It's not. Uh, it could be Scorpio Sky. It's not going to be Venta. It's not going to be Lance Archer. It's not going to be Mass Caster. So odd man out is TBA. I'm going, going TBA. You're going TBA. You're going with the wild card. I'm going TBA. I put my money on TBA. I, I kind of think that a dark horse has to be Scorpio Sky in this one though, because they broke him off from his tag team, and I we've been waiting for a singles run. So this would be, I think, the way to do it. Put him in a, a mid card title run. What I see is. Who are you going to match up with Darby? It's got to be a heel. So that already takes away Lance Archer. That already takes away... SCU was heel. It was weird because the crowd loved them. So it was always weird for me to look at SCU's heel. But they were when they were together as a team where Scorpio Sky came from. TBA. What TBA. if What if um, Paul White says, yeah, your Hall of Fame worthy guy is me. I'm Paul White and I'm here. And he just beats the shit out of everyone. And he joins yeah. this match. Is he going to climb up a ladder, though? <laughs> He's so big. He'll just grab it. He's just going to grab whatever <laughs> just, it is. He'll just grab. Dude. Shaq's going to come out there and help these, him. These guys, stand on no, shoulders. these guys are midgets, dude. They're using hornswoggle ladders. That's how little <laughs> these guys are. <laughs> the little AEW guys, right? Jeez, how many more matches have we got? Adam Page versus Matt Hardy. I'm going to go Matt Hardy. I'm going to go Adam Page. We can't all. The thing is, there's going to be upsets. Yeah. There's going to be upsets. Still going Adam Page. All right, Matt Hardy. And we got the Team Taz versus Darby Allen Sting. I'm going to go Team Taz. Yep, I think the same Team Taz. And Young Bucks versus MJF and Chris Jericho. I am going Chris Jericho and MJF. Young Bucks don't need the titles. Young Bucks have done really nothing with the titles. Chris Jericho and MJF can make these titles. And I'm not going to say relevant, but they can. They will do more with these titles than what the Young Bucks do. Yeah, it's just I'm a little torn because I don't think the Young Bucks have had it for that long, and AEW tends to have long title runs. I think they put it but on the box just th- because they had nothing else. Yeah, but I think the stories going on that you had you could do a lot more with Chris Jericho and MJF being champion. I think than what if, you could with the Young yeah, Bucks. Yeah, what if Pride and Powerful wins the the match and they're the normal contenders versus Jericho and MJF? 
they already but didn't they feud like didn't weren't they pissed off at him a couple of weeks ago? Yeah. See, you know what I mean? Yeah, and that's what I said. It the story lends itself to Chris Jericho and MJF winning. I think Jericho is going to win. I mean, it's going to have a second title in when, AEW. When you go out there, we didn't mention this, but he he names the Rock and he names the Big Show like as his tag team champions and mm-hmm. you know like he's hyping himself up like he's the tag team he's he's a, he's the demo god. He's going to win this title. Yeah. For sure. Even though he's mainly a singles wrestler, he's proven that he can win some yeah. titles gold. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I think they, I guess they really should. I mean, like I said, from a story standpoint, they really should. It would be more interesting to see them win. I think so, too. Because the Young Bucks, it's fine with or without the title. Yep. They're going to put on the same match. They don't need the titles. 20 super kicks. Yep. Speaking of that, <laughs> um, <laughs> starting next week, we're starting a new format. For the podcast, we're going to add a top five list of whatever. Of It could be top five finishers that are not submissions. It could be top, <laughs> could be top uh, you know, heel turns. It could be top commentators. Who knows? It could be anything top five. We're going to get out a list because I want to mix old wrestling with new wrestling. We're going to do first half of the show review, second half. Some retro wrestling. Retro wrestling, top five list of yep. whatever it could be. So look out for that. That should be fun. We're gonna get you guys engaged. You can you know bring up your list. We're gonna get you on the social medias. You can find me at Josh Kimball OUS, Chris at RTW Chris. Yep. Hit us on Facebook or Instagram, Real Real Real, Real Talk Wrestling Pod. And uh get your opinion out there, man. You got anything else? Nope. I'm just excited for the pay per view. I'm glad. Yeah, man. I like that it's you know I the fact that they only do one every few months, it gets me a lot more excited for them. I should see you Sunday night. We'll watch it together, hopefully. Yep, sounds like a plan. All right, man, we're out. See ya.
leftovers, or the DMV, or house cleaning, or Chumba Casino always brings the fun. Play over a hundred different games online for free from anywhere. You could redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. Live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. T plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.